What is up, everybody? It is your friends, Hannah, Davis, Matt, and Calvin. We are here today with your very first Kappa Kappa Psi Lambda and Tau Beta Sigma Psi joint podcast. Woo! Inaugural! Uh, right now, we're just all going to introduce ourselves, and then we're going to get into some good stuff. Uh, my name is Davis Vaughn. I am a brother of Cap Kappa Psi Lambda. I am a clarinet in the red band. I am a sophomore music education with a vocal emphasis, music composition with an instrumental emphasis, and music theory triple major. Way to flex. Small flex, but that's okay. Excellent. Wild. I am Calvin. I am a brother of Cap Kappa Psi Lambda. I play the trumpet in the Razorback Marching Band. My major is computer science, and I am a senior this year. Ooh, I didn't know you were a senior. Yep. It's crazy. Okay, well, I am Matt Crowland. I'm a sister of Tabari Sigma, the Psy chapter. I am a junior-ish music education major. Um, I play horn, aka mellophone, in the white band. I am Hannah Myers. I play the oboe, <laughs> um, but I also play the tenor sax in the white band. And I am not going to list my major because I am very confused. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm curious, which do you like more, the oboe or the tenor sax? Um, I don't know. <laughs> That's a great question. Probably the oboe. The answer is the trumpet. Just because I've been playing it for longer. The answer is the trumpet. The no. answer is the slide whistle, actually. Oh, I am all for the slide whistle. It's the concertina that's actually... The, it is the concertina. Yeah, it's the concertina for me. One day in Epley, I took one of those slide whistles and I was playing the beginning of, I think it's six foot, seven foot. <laughs> that song that... <laughs> you do it. You do it. <laughs> Just in the percussion closet. That is outstanding. All yeah. right. That's excellent. Hello, folks. We have received some content, some questions, some talking points, some different things from different members of the marching band. So we may use some of these topics. We may go off on tangents, just letting you know how this whole thing is going to go down. Oh, this is very disorganized. We are all for just talking and having a blast. Absolutely. Okay, so our first topic is COVID and how it has affected the band. What do you guys think? If I, if I were to wager, <laughs> I'd say that it's probably affected the band. Truly. Has it? Yeah. You don't, I don't have know. to say it has. Something's, it's just a little bit different, really. Would somebody like to list off some things that are different this year? Let's just list off the things that are the same, because I feel like that might be a shorter list. <laughs> we still have rehearsal on Tuesdays and Thursdays. High marching, still the worst. Still the same, still terrible. Um less water breaks this year that's a change that's worse yeah we still got our man benjamin lorenzo for lorenzo if you're watching sorry i called you benjamin <laughs> someone edit that out yeah we did get a new assistant band director dr jeffrey summers join the staff and he, i don't know how have you how have you guys felt about him i have loved him yeah, no, he's awesome. He's my conducting one professor. So I see him a couple times a week. He's he's a funny dude. He he has some Duncan energy. He roasts people a lot. He has too. some Duncan energy to be sure, but I, he's very very different from I think anything we've had before. Oh yeah, yeah. but I love it. I I'm a big fan of. Uh, I've had him for Wind Symphony, and he's very uh very adaptive. 
it's very it's very interesting to he's like oh you can do this hold on let's change our playing style and try this out also it's interesting he finds a fine line between like being serious and getting stuff done because he's very efficient when he's trying to get stuff done but also Mm -hmm. he is just kind of relaxed and chill and he will make jokes even when he's trying to get things done so i don't know yeah, who here was in red band for last rehearsal? Just Davis, I think. Uh, what, just oh. Davis and I? Yeah. So yeah. Dr. Summers, because it was opposite day, Dr. Summers was committed to the opposite day. He, he called us white band all the time. And he also referred to the, I don't know if you guys knew, but the drum majors had an identity crisis. Yeah. Where the white band drum majors were now were now named the red band drum majors and doing all that and he and he stayed on that and when he called us join as a group he was like everybody do not come to the center and keep on rehearsing it was yeah. quite excellent when he sent us to sectionals he was like everybody do a terrible job and don't learn anything we were like, he, he was funny too when we did um when we did twin day the white band mellophones dressed up as jacob purifoy entirely <laughs> and so he would refer to our section as the purifoys for the entirety of rehearsal <laughs> which jacob and the purifoy that is excellent yeah <laughs> like marina and the diamonds but like weirder i thought you were gonna say that he dressed up as dr lorenzo he did dress up as dr lorenzo oh really well because yeah. i remember <laughs> your costume was dr lorenzo last year it was <laughs> Yeah, I have I have been known to dress up as Dr. Lorenzo from time to time. Would you like to share with us what your plan is for this week, or do you want to keep that a secret? Uh, I will keep it a secret because I do not have a plan currently. Oh, okay. <laughs> will this podcast be released after the rehearsal? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> by the time you're hearing this, you may have already known the catastrophe that has gone down. Do yeah, any of you have? plans for your halloween costumes okay in like november of last year i had decided that i wanted to be cowgirl espresso the <laughs> physical embodiment of the building itself which would require like me getting a large enough box to fit around my body getting some sort of like ropes to attach it to and then wearing like a little bikini top i don't know it seems like a lot of work and i don't know how mobile of a costume that is so. <laughs> Imagine I, I'm marching like all <laughs> the way down. Yeah. The tenors are gonna be the tenors are gonna be the trolls from the trolls franchise. Oh I have thought about and I know Calvin kind of shares this sentiment. I have thought about being our Among Us characters. I don't know if you share this sentiment, Calvin, but I would just be uh, a blue spaceman with like a safari hat on. It'd be perfect. Either way, no matter what we dress as, it'll be better than our disaster that was us trying to be uh, ghosts last year with the trash bags. And we just ended up looking like bags of trash. <laughs> was that the whole tenor section? It was the whole tenor section because we had waited until last minute to make the costumes. And then we realized that sheets were too expensive, so we were just going to make them with white trash bags. <laughs> but we realized that we couldn't breathe with the trash bags over our heads so we just pulled it down so then it just looked like we were dressing as bags of trash that was like a precursor to wearing masks you're, you're, you're dressing <laughs> up as a tuba section oh you could have like done that <laughs> you, you could have like done that throughout rehearsal you're like what are you guys you just say any other section <laughs> 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 improvised costumes davis i feel like you should be the giving tree <laughs> about apples or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, I think it's a good idea. 
Except for, do I be the giving tree at the end of the book where I'm just a stump? Or no, you're too stump for this one. You you're should right. be Shell Silverstein. I should be <laughs> Snow Silverstein. You're right. <laughs> I've been told that I would be a really good Dr. Doofenshmirtz, and I don't know whether that's a compliment or an insult. Can you give us an impersonation? There's a platypus controlling me! What? There's a platypus controlling me! He's on the table! Well, I would if I was able. That, that would be excellent. Would be. Uh, well, um, in in light of my recent purchase of a concertina, which, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> a concertina, basically think of an accordion, but miniaturized, and instead of keys on one side, it's buttons on both. So I've been learning to play that, and I can play a few sea shanties on it, so I've thought of dressing up as a pirate. But I also, but I also have none of the materials I need to get the costume. So you can dress uh, up as like a hacker and like a pirater of movies and different things like that. <laughs> Go around playing like, like. How do you dress up as a hacker? Uh, you just. They're guys who are in sweatpants who haven't showered for three days. <laughs> <laughs> and you go around playing music that you've illegally downloaded from the internet. <laughs> Everything but the mustache. Yeah. I think that would work. And we're like, like ew, a Hawaiian. Ew, I want to dress up as something that would at least not be disgusting to look at. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I've thought of that. Uh, but then I've also thought of uh, Calvin and Hobbes being Calvin. Ooh. Because mm. I, have, I have an actual stuffed tiger that I had as a kid named Hobbes. So I just bring that spray my hair yellow, put on a red striped shirt. You can yeah. dress up as uh, Alvin from Alvin and the Chipmunks, but put a no. C on the front of your shirt. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I've been told that before. <laughs> Is that what I should do? Like, just get the whole trumpet section to wear, like, to, to be like, it's Calvin and the Trumpets, or Calvin and the Chipmunks? Yeah. yeah and you all should learn uh, the Christmas Christmas time is here song. Ew. That's actually really funny. <laughs> Have you seen that thing where, like, if you take the Kelvin and Chipmunks audio and you slow it down, like, three times, you can hear the actual singer's real voices? Oh, really? Yeah. Do they People just will, like, sing it really slowly? <laughs> no, they sing it at normal speed and then speed it up to make it higher. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to just hear regular Justin Timberlake as Theodore singing that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, like Justin Timberlake song. was Theodore? Yeah. And Spencer from Criminal Minds was the blue one. Simon? Yeah. What? I don't know why I didn't remember that. Incredible. It is. All right. Well, uh, why don't we go ahead and talk about our most recent re recent show, The Beatles? What was y'all's? Uh, how'd y'all feel about that? Um, I liked it. Melaton parts a little bit wacky and wild. Not the not the hate food that I know. But you had that sustain note. Yeah, that was pretty That's cool. Sustained. I've never been like a huge Beatles stan, not because I don't like them, but just because I haven't listened to them a whole lot. Um, but have you guys ever watched the movie Among the Universe? Can't say I have. Yeah, Hannah has. Okay, it's like a, it's kind of like a programmatic movie where they they use all Beatles songs like throughout the plot. But I think that some of the covers in that movie are like better than <laughs> the originals. <laughs> I said yes, but I meant no because I definitely haven't seen it. But there is that other, <laughs> there is that other Beatles movie. <laughs> you said Beatles movie, and so I thought you were going to be talking about the other one that's like similar to Mamma Mia. Oh, yesterday. Yes, yesterday. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've wanted to see that. Hannah said, "Well, yes, but actually no." 
It's okay. I panic like that too. Uh, one of my coworkers asked me after I got a haircut if my barber was a girl or a boy. It was definitely a man, and I just said girl because I I panicked and I. <laughs> couldn't think of anything. And then he was like, "Oh yeah, how was it?" I was like, "Oh, she was really nice." <laughs> I really dug the Beatles show. I thought it was super fun. It's one of those marching shows that I feel like if you haven't done it in your time as a marcher, whether that be in high school or college, you're just like, this would be a really iconic show to do that I feel like is a classic that like most marching bands have probably done from time to time. I really loved the percussion parts, like uh, especially in Eleanor Rigby. Oh, yeah. Oh, they went hard. They went, they didn't have to go that hard, but they went hard and it was awesome. Davis and I are the only ones in red band. Davis, were you in the second half of the game? I was in the first half of the game. Oh, so none of y'all experienced the end game Hey Jude? Well, I heard the, the we're winning Hey Jude was better. No. Yeah, it no. was pretty good. No, the, Dr. Lorenzo said that our Hey Jude was better. Ooh. That the second half Hey Jude was uh, better. Dr. Summers probably said that ours was better. <laughs> No, Dr. Summers also said that ours was better. <laughs> uh, unconfirmed. This sounds like a lie. It sounds uh, like ours is bad. Yeah. Well, let, let me just describe to y'all what went on, because it wasn't just musically stuff that happened, but visually. So y'all know the sustain note, right? The sustain note right yeah. before the na 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 na. Yeah. So that sustain, we were already like, playing really well because we were just excited about the Razorback win, first home SEC win and forever. So we were already playing well. And then the Melophone sustained note and the whole energy of the band just rose to peak at that moment. And when the hit happened, the whole like band went dah and started doing all these horn moves that we usually do for uh, the William Tell Hey Jude, hey Jude tag. But the whole band was moving the whole time, doing doing the, the horn moves and doing the dances to that tune. And that was super duper excellent and fun. You, you trumpets were confusing us anyway, because I think it was the beginning of Penny Lane when you were all moving. And like, I know the mellophones were playing, but all the freshmen were just looking around like, oh, I guess we're supposed to be moving now. <laughs> and, and you guys made everyone behind you start like swinging back and forth. Nah. Hey, that's good. That's good. Penny Lane, it, it, it makes you want to dance, doesn't it? Like, you know, take a little happy jaunt in the park. Yeah. It's, the, it's, it's that kind of song that makes you want to do, like, the sidestep. Yeah. That's what the trumpets were doing. It started out as a joke during rehearsals, uh, dur during, like, a, like sectionals, and then we started doing it in rehearsals, and the directors didn't say anything about it, so we just kept doing it. <laughs> and then we did it the performance, and then finally, at the day of recording last Tuesday, I went to Dr. Lorenz, I was like, are we, are you, are we allowed to do this? Because you haven't said we can't do it, but you also said, never said we could. And he was like, no, do it. So. Wow. Penny Lane kind of slapped, though. I'm not going to lie. The, <laughs> the Canadian Brass version of Penny Lane. Oh, absolutely. Who is Canadian Brass? You don't yeah. know Canadian brass? Oh gosh! I mean, I think oh, they're a brass quintet. They are quite good, and I'm I'm pretty sure in the Penny Lane recording, it's a piccolo trumpet playing the melody. My uh, my senior year of high school, I was part of a uh, a small a, a small ensemble competition, and we had a brass quintet, uh, and we for like a 
for like uh, we took photos and we always posed in uh, positions that the Canadian brass did for album covers. Oh really? <laughs> and it was excellent. Uh, I'm curious. Did we like the Beatles show more than the American Celebration show? I think the Beatles show was my favorite musically that we played so far. So far this year, or like in my time in college, like I think the, this was oh. the best music I've played for a show. Dang, in bold. my opinion, it is bold. I think I liked the American show better, honestly. Oh no! I think that like you know overall the Beatles show like has a good good average for the tunes, but like the highs of like Swing 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 and Battle Hymn of the Republic, wow. uh, yeah, the highs of those are are better than anything in the Beatles show, I think. Especially Swing Swing yeah. Swing. That, that trombone line is nasty. Yeah, I love yeah. Swing Swing I want, like a... <laughs> I want Swing 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 to be my ringtone. <laughs> there was a rehearsal where uh, we were all together, the band was all together uh, on Field One, and we were rehearsing through the music, and Dr. Lorenzo... I think he counted off swing swing like faster than he ever had before. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever because it was like, no, 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 no. I remember that. And that wasn't the coolest thing ever. It was the coolest thing ever. It it was so scary because like you had those runs and I have three fingers and it was cold that rehearsal. (laughs) So like, it was like, and then, and then you have the da 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 And that was supposed to go like da 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 And I was like, I can't do this. I can't move my fingers that fast. That was the when we were reading through SpongeBob and Hannah and Jenna looked back at me just because, like, as a horn and elephant player, I never play fast. And it's kind of SpongeBob super fast. I can't play that, like, To be fair, like, during that rehearsal, I could only hear you. And then also, I in my head, I was thinking Spongebob is the closest thing we're ever going to get to a sea shanty show. So then I was also <laughs> like, Matt must be living right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that sea shanty erasure, you know. Also, we love the piccolos during Spongebob. It took them a minute. <laughs> It did. Love you. But that was dummy funny, as Matt would say. Yeah, dummy funny. But dummy lit. Like the very last run, they nailed it. They got it down. Absolutely. But before Dr. Summers just kind of roasted them. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, the spirit is stick. You should go to anyone but the piccolos or something along those lines. I just can't believe the <laughs> no, no. gross amalgamation that the spirit stick has become because I think it was meant to be holy and pure and literally a white stick with red on it or a red stick with white on it. And I think it was the altos that took it for three weeks and then they just made it disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no, what Dr. Summers said to the piccolos was around, he said, you know, I think that the piccolos are the true and only winners of the spirit stick. And then everybody looked around and then he was like, it's opposite day, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? I do remember that. Thank you for remembering. <laughs> yeah, that was glorious. Well, that's how the tenor section has been the last couple of years. You guys are like anti-band, anti-spirit stick. Like we're not anti-spirit stick. We just have our own spirit. <laughs> no, you guys are like anti-jokes. Anti. No, they, 
they're popping off this year though. In, in red band. Hard. Yeah. In red band, they've been they've been popping off. Yeah. Oh. They got the spirit stick. Uh, they they fought hard for the spirit stick for like three weeks before they got it. I think they should have gotten it like a week before, but they they fought they fought uh, for it and they finally got it. Shout out to my clarinet and red band who this past rehearsal. This is gonna date when we record this, but <laughs> shout out to my clarinet who last rehearsal <laughs> received the spirit stick. Well deserved. Finally, we really wanted to give it to Doctor Summers. We actually put Dr. Summers, so, so the trumpets had the spirit stick for last rehearsal, and we were giving it away. We had Dr. Summers as an option, as kind of a joke, and then everybody voted for him, and then, like, the other half of the trumpets voted for clarinets, and we were like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> So we just got it by default. Yeah. Didn't band managers get it in white band? Yeah, they did. They played the ladder. Yeah. They, okay. <laughs> None of them have dropped an iPad yet this year, so they're doing <laughs> I still remember um, for the tropical day hearing about how Jet had with his coconut, all the shenanigans he did with the coconut. Oh yeah, he was just drinking out of a coconut straight up <laughs> during rehearsal. Yeah. He like he like cracked it open, drunk the milk from it, and then like refilled his water in the coconut. <laughs> oh no. And then of course he did some Monty Python impressions with the so are any of you guys doing Hog Wild? Calvin, you probably Yeah, are. definitely. Okay. How was the first rehearsal? Dude, it was great. We uh oh, it was so nice to bring back those old tunes. Davis, what'd you think of the new tunes? Uh well, I've never been in Hogwild before, so they were all for me. I didn't know that. I know. It was kind of interesting because he was like, open up forty four or whatever. Everyone's playing it extremely well, and I'm like, I've never seen this before in my life. <laughs> I'm like, flubbing around on it. And my phone was dead for that rehearsal, so I was sharing with Amanda, and she was popping off. She's a veteran. She is. I did enjoy the music, though. It was quite cold, but I enjoyed the music. I'm, I'm glad you could join Hog Wild finally. It is a blast. The new tunes, I know uh, Dr. Summers is implementing a few new tunes. He's implementing a lot of funk, which is super cool. So, uh, like, some funk songs that even the R&B used to have in their roster for, uh, for like, early 2000s, late 1990s. I know, because I had some CDs from there, and I was like, oh, I recognize this song. And so we're playing some funk songs, and it's really fun. Yeah, even the R&B book has been getting freshed up. Like, War Pigs certified banger. Yeah. And they said that we're getting... Well, actually, I heard Red Band playing a couple new ones today. White Band was just doing show music the entire rehearsal. What did we play? Ooh. Uh... Oh, you played Remember Me for Sentry's song, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We did Our Songs Know What You Did in the Dark. Yeah. That or Light em Up. Light em yeah, up. that was... That is a fun one. I think it'll... I think it'll be uh, really awesome when we get percussion in there because we didn't have percussion when we played it. Yeah. Have you done that one in Hogwild previously, Calvin? No. This is a new new chart. I did that same chart in high school, so it's kind of like a return to form, if you will. Yeah, it was. It. I. I. How do you feel about that arrangement, Davis? Uh, I like it. The clarinets have a lot of. For like a lot of the time. But like the French horns in Sleigh Ride. I hear you like upbeats. We got them. 
since March. <laughs> since I, yeah, I'll never fit in by myself. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> another, another thing super interesting about the Hogwild rehearsal is I've never seen Tyler Osterman play the mellophone. <laughs> you haven't! Yeah. <laughs> and this was the first time I've really ever seen him do anything like moving to the music or like uh, playing the music or anything like that. Yeah, he was in Hogwild our freshman year. Excellent. I'm going to go ahead and shift the topic. I want to ask you guys, how do you guys feel our brothers and sisters of Cap Kappa Psi and TBS are doing locally and nationally? Just what are some things that y'all have noticed that uh, you're like, this is this has been interesting. Obviously, the chapter meetings being on Zoom, I think we're adapting to that quite well. I think everyone is still as spirited and, to quote Merriam-Webster, as bully as they've ever been. <laughs> so i don't know the spirits are high it seems like people are still very about the organizations and they really love what they do so i don't know we're adapting to it quite well i really enjoy the watch parties mostly because i don't understand football at <laughs> all and jacob purifoy's commentary during <laughs> the, during the football game i'm like okay maybe i do understand but also i'm just gonna say whatever jacob said <laughs> If, like, someone asked me my opinion on the football game. <laughs> no, I remember for the first away game that we did a watch party, Jacob would, like, move his mouse and be like, see, they're going to do this formation. And he was like, so, yeah, they're going to they're spreading out right now so they can cover the edges. And I remember him going, like, I just realized I'm doing commentary for y'all. I'm sorry, I'll stop. We were like, no, no, keep going. <laughs> we're learning so much. <laughs> More entertaining than ESPN. Yeah, I feel like things are going well. Our chapter meetings were quite long at the beginning but i think that was just like kind of growing pains yeah growing pains things been getting more efficient it's pretty fun i i think that our recruitment's been going well too like virtual recruitment is definitely tough but yeah i think all the recruitment events have been super fun and we have good interview numbers for next year yeah i agree it's kind of tough when people can't really see you in action doing the kinds of service and different things that your organization's all about so you kind of just have to tell them, trust us, this is what we do. You may not have seen us do it, but we promise, usually we do this. Plus just the concept of like either Greek life or like pseudo Greek life is so foreign and confusing. And I was thinking about the other day, like the fact that we are college kids interviewing other college kids <laughs> is pretty and I, and I a big reason for our success is because both our VPNs, Tyler, VPNs, Tyler, Rachel, they were big pushers of, since we don't get to show much of what we do, talk, be talking with people. And that push has really helped interview numbers grow and help garner that interest, yeah. which is super encouraging. I think there's a big uh, stigma, which is also a reason why people don't, they might not interview or they might brush the organizations aside that being it's just a fraternity or a sorority and i told myself when i came into college i wouldn't be a part of these fraternities and sororities whereas like we are fraternities and sororities but we're not like typical uh and so it does take that it does take that talking and just like you know understanding uh what helped me understand was I found out my dad was part of Kappa Kappa Psi <laughs> like halfway through the semester. I was like, wait, what? And, they, and he was like, yeah. And he told me about it. And uh, a few and a few brothers who were in the trumpet section told me about it and got me interested. Right. 
You were literally the product of joint relations and you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. What even... wouldn't happen if joint relations were not existing. Yeah. What what makes it even better is my mom was my dad's big sister. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I always love like at the joint potluck when, when people are dating and you have to be like, here is my little and or big who is my significant other. <laughs> that's that's always pretty funny matt our freshman year the our, the lambda chapter hosted an alumni brunch and we had some alumni come and the, there was this couple that came where where the wife was a sister and the uh, and the husband was a brother and they had a kid and they were and they would joke like this kid is is the result of when joint relations goes really well <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think you're talking about sammy actually i don't remember yeah I don't know because well because you didn't go to NatCon did you? I did not. I had work. Okay, all all of us here, all of us listening, should go to NatCon in Michigan. Yeah, yeah, it's in Grand Rapids, Michigan, this summer. Yeah. Papa Sigma's seventy fifth anniversary. KSI, I think you guys are at one hundred and two now. So yeah, it'll be it'll be super fun. NatCon was super lit. I, I always wanted to go, so yeah, I'm excited for this summer. It's, it's, it's biannually, right? So yeah, two years. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that it still happens because we haven't really received any news about that. But I guess it is a possibility that it could not happen. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Real quickly, let's talk about one last thing and then we'll probably have to sign off. Considering all the measures that our band has been taking in response to the pandemic and trying to make sure everybody's safe while still trying to get that marching band experience. So in light of all that... Once the pandemic ends, how do you guys think the marching band will be different? How do you think it will be the same from before the pandemic? Uh, I think everyone, when they're able to be back together, hopefully there's a vaccine so people won't have to wear masks any longer. I think that it will just be people are happier than they will ever have been. And like, I don't know. It's, it, it gives you a little bit of perspective about like, you never know what you have until it's gone. And so I think people will have much more respect for the band than they ever have had before. So I think it will overwhelmingly be positive on the band. Yeah. I think that things will, when they go back to normal, I, I don't know if anything like procedurally will change just because I think that people are really eager to go back to what we used to have, not just in band, right. but like in every regard. But yeah, I think that morale and general appreciation will be up for a little bit. I don't know if there's been any new innovations with the band. Maybe it helped going paperless, but other than that, I think it'll be pretty much the same. Oh, I'm in total agreement with you. I, you know, I'm glad that like if, if the pandemic were to happen, I'm glad it happened the year after we made the shift to paperless. Mm, yeah. Last year, that was the first year that we started using our phones for almost everything, which mm -hmm. meant that we were better equipped for this year, which I also think, you know, after this year, the whole band is going to be tons more tech savvy oh yeah just the stuff that we use for communication we usually host live watch parties for sometimes but you know in cases where those don't happen like maybe epley's not open you know we could always do the discord watch parties like we've been doing and we'll know how to do them yeah the rmb discord is definitely one of the better things that come out of this year that is calvin's yeah is my brainchild but it was done through all the feedback and efforts of everybody by the way, if you're watching this and you have no idea what we're talking about with the RMD RMB Discord, reach out to your section leader. And if your section leader doesn't know, tell them to reach out to me and we'll uh, send you all an invite leak. The RMB Discord is a wonderful place where you can virtually hang out. Think of it as kind of like a band lobby 
where uh, you can just sit there and talk with people as they come and go. Uh, you all, you also often. Go ahead, you Davis. Can see that uh, Logan Morris is playing Wizard 101 almost constantly. He is. <laughs> He's playing it right now. <laughs> one hour. No, yeah, but the R&B Discord is a great place. Even people that you've never met before, you can hop into a voice channel, and maybe they'll hop in, and you say, Hi, my name is Davis, and you kind of get to interact. And you obviously wouldn't say, Hi, my name is Davis, because that's my name. <laughs> but, you know, when there's not a lot of social interaction that can be had, especially new social interaction with new friends being made, I think this is a great resource and tool for making a lot of new friends. All right. Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you. Thank you all for listening to our first episode of Shell Talk. Uh, this has been a fun experiment that we're trying out and we want to see if it works out. So tell us anything, any feedback that you guys want, any topics that you guys want to hear on this podcast or any things that you want to add or remove. Give us feedback. It's fun. We like doing this. In the future, we hope to have special guests as well. So if you have any recommendations for special guests that you'd like to see, please let us know. Sam Sam <laughs> And then chat. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for coming.